Hello and welcome to The Rest is Football. Uh, this is Gary Lineker and this will be the second part of our interview with Andriy Shevchenko. Uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as you did the first one. I've got to talk about Istanbul. I'm very sorry. I, it was one of the most extraordinary um, uh, games of football I've, yeah. I've ever seen. I mean, it was incredibly one-sided. Yeah. Um, and it's a game that you've, you, you must look back on. It says in your book, you've watched it hundreds of times. And I'm not sure how you didn't win that game. 3-0 up, of course, yeah. uh, at half time, um, And you had a goal disallowed that probably yeah. shouldn't have been disallowed, yeah. if I remember rightly. Um, you go in at half time, and then somehow everything changes. Do, what do you think? If you've watched the game a hundred times, what do you think happened? I think there's something twisted, you know, mm. because if you look the second half, yeah, is the part six minutes where is Liverpool dominate. Mm. And then... Do you think you got complacent at halftime? Do you think you thought it no, was already won? No, absolutely no. not. No, but we know that, look, that that was the serious professional guys. You know, we, we was a good team and then we take everything serious. And then yeah. the player was experienced like Maldini, was Kaká, Crespo, Stamp, Dida. Mm. You know, they, we know what we're doing. It's a great side. Yeah. And then we actually come second half to play, playing it very good way but that six, six minutes it changed everything mm. and then basically we we have a in the beginning of the second half we have a two or three good chances to score to go four nil yeah and then i have to give the credit to spirit of the uh, Liverpool players, but especially for Liverpool fans. Yeah, they all started singing at half time, didn't they? That, yeah. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. That noise, that support, you know, I think it makes a difference. Mm. And uh, you, you never walk alone. This is a <laughs> famous quote. And then I think it really got that energy for the, yeah. for the players. And it's something click for six minutes. Mm. Score goals, Jared, uh, um, and then everything changed. And then after that, we still dominate the yeah. game. We still create the chances. But, mm. you know, you, you you feel that there's something changing. Something, I don't know how yeah, you, yeah. you know exactly. Because do you think, do you think though, like looking back, I mean, of all the kind of teams, a team from Italy that gets ahead, yeah. They never let Leeds slip. It's not like, no. you know, English football, you'd expect it, even German or Spanish, anyway. But Italian football, Catanaccio, all that, you're 3-0 ahead at half time. Normally you go, right, okay, we'll yeah. protect. Do you, do you think that, I mean, it's easy in hindsight, isn't it? It's, do you think no, Ancelotti th got that wrong? I, I think I think we was not even thinking about that. You know, we tried to play because the, in the way how we played, that we play, uh, of course, we can drop a little bit yeah. back because we can squeeze the space, you know, don't give a lot of pitch mm. for the players, uh, the Liverpool opponent. But uh, I think we, tr we actually play. We try to mm. play, we create the chances. Our mentality has always been like that because the Carlo Ancelotti, you know, uh, style and are what we want to play that time. We want to attack, we want to create the chances. It was not never been Catenaccio for us. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, you obviously know, like me, uh, in the sport, it's some dynamic when it changes. Yeah. 
you know, moment, I the momentum, momentum shift yeah. and the belief. Exactly, momentum shift. Be? Yeah. yeah, and also I had this uh, chances in the last second. Oh, I was going to talk with. The, yeah. the inc I mean, I must say I've, I've seen that a few times myself, and I actually before you came, I wanted to see it again mm -hmm. because you talk about something that happened in training. Yeah, a few days. Yeah, before. yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know how, but. Uh, this similar moment happened for me in the training, and then uh, same same action, ball come cross, hit, did a give the ball back, is coming to me, and then I kind of tried to place it the ball, and then uh, I think he just from his reaction, his react, he saved and then he safe it, yeah, and then when exactly the same time it's coming in the game. I was sure I want to hit strong because I know the ball from that line, it could go everywhere. But when I saw the trajectory, when they hit the arms of yeah. the dude and they start to go up yeah. and then just go over. I mean, it's an unbelievable save. I mean, I mean, obviously there's an element of good fortune because you, you, you know, you no, must, he, have, he, you must have thought you'd scored. As soon as you hit it, you must have gone. That's it. I've won the yeah, Champions League again. I think you have a good reflection because yeah. in the moment when he was down, because the first save he make it also very difficult, yeah. and then when my second uh, shoot, he was he just tried to stand yeah. up and then put his hands like that, and then the moment I hit their hands and I. I'll be honest with you, I, for three months, I couldn't sleep. I basically, I, I yeah. was, wake up in the morning, during the night, go downstairs, put the video, rewatch the moment again. That and moment, then, rather, yeah, that, than, rather than, obviously your, you know, your career is, is in, in many ways, it, it's two penalty shootouts. Two. No, a penalty shootout was, yeah. I was watching specifically mm. that moment mm. when his double save. Yeah. Because that was the game over yeah. last second. Yeah. We we're gonna you're gonna be some unbelievable final. But again, momentum, everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanna like I said, I wanna give the credit to to the Liverpool players mm. because they believe it come back and hold. Obviously, it's it's a part of the sport. You know, it's it's great that the, the football it make this emotion for fans, for for us, for athletes yeah. too. Because you never know. What's the difference between taking a penalty to win a Champions League final and taking a penalty to stay alive in a Champions League final? It's pretty much the same pressure. Mm. And, Do you uh, think so? Do you not think there's more pressure on you've got to score otherwise you've lost than there is I've got to score to make us win? No, I, I, I don't think when you, when you go there to yeah. taking the penalty, it's pretty much same feeling for, because you have to score, mm. you know that. Yeah. If you have to score when you want to win, you have to score if it's just carry on. But again, for me, that was, um, when I was going, I clearly see the, how I want to the, the, take that penalty. But in the last second, I changed my mind. Ah, uh, you you did yeah, that, which yeah, you've probably never done before. Why did you change your mind? Because what happened? I I, I saw him go right, mm. and then the same. But I didn't open enough. I was scared to open a mm. lot because I think I was I could miss that because the position maybe of my body was yeah. not that comfortable. So you weren't trying to hit a little panenka down the middle. Because that's what it looked like. No, I I actually opened slightly, but in the end I was close yeah. my feet 
because I was shooting. If I opened too much, I couldn't miss. Yeah. And then when I close, I close too much. Yeah. And then, then the ball went like that, and actually in diving, mm. he left yeah. his uh, his hand up. Yeah. Hand up. Yeah. And how how hard was that? I was uh, hard, mm. very hard. It's uh, it's one of the I mean the, the hard moment in yeah. the career because it would have been a lot harder if you hadn't have done what you did two years earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have imagine that if that yeah. had been the only Champions League. Final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, especially for me, because I was quite competitive, you know, and then I feel like I let down my team because uh, I'm looking that game, how many chances I had. Also, I missed last penalty and then uh, I feel like I was I was a leader of the team, you know, like we was a good, good group and I feel a lot of responsibility for for let the people down. Yeah. How, were, how were your teammates? My teammates, we, we, we was a great group, you know, we was, uh, we walk uh, in the dressing room, you know, and nobody was like shouting anything. It was, we was very upset about and uh, we know we, we let that final go, you know, he was in our, our hands. I think that the feeling they have to pass that everyone realized work, you know, analyze everything and then. The, the things settle down and then we restart the season after that. You seem to have a kind of love-hate relationship with Carlo Ancelotti um, throughout your time. You know, a lot of times, you you know, he would leave you out and then obviously you started to get a few injuries that obviously had a big effect on your career in the latter stages. How was Carlo? Because everyone thinks like, he's, he always seems like such a nice man. And But to be as successful as he's been, which is, I mean, it's unbelievable is what he's done it yeah. everywhere, hasn't yeah. he, as a manager and, and pretty good as a player as well. Um, but you have to have, a, I suppose, a little bit of toughness about you. You have to make the decisions. And then Carlo is is great in that because Carlo is always nice but when he made the decision is it very clear his uh, his decision if he need to let you out he will mm. it's not doubt he gonna think about yeah. and, and, and every he time he left he left you you didn't like being left out did you of course well, but, who does, but i respect that because <laughs> yeah. when they need to change you you could be upset like everyone and then but the Carlo was good to manage that situation because he's never like talked to you or, or try to uh, in that moment he understand because he, you you also been great player to understand the dynamic of the of the player mind and then he he give you time a little bit you settle down maybe after the game day after or he called you in in his office and talked to you said, it's interesting because he writes he does the forward yeah of course for your book yeah and um he talked about the discussions that you that, that you have when you left out and you've gone bang on his door yeah. and you're going i should be playing no you shouldn't yes i should no you yeah. shouldn't <laughs> oh, that was the part because people think dressing room uh, or the big teams is everything have to be perfect it's not no the, the dynamic in the dressing room change every day and then only the leader, the Carlo was leader because we respect him. He make the plans. We also have a very good groups, but he was the leader. And then if they made the decision, we have to respect that. And then it's order of the coach and manager is such important. Manager and players, you know, he works that. And then, but in in generally in real life, the Carlo is in Italian call is a 
pezzo di pane, it's a piece of bread. Piece of bread yeah. yeah, it's it's so nice, <laughs> you know, and then... But Pe- pezzo di pane. Pezzo it? di pane. Yeah, I like that. I'm trying to use, use that one at, <laughs> at, at, at some point. It was a, it was a, around this time, wasn't it, that, that you got married, Kristen? Yeah. And... I mean, I know you love golf, Andrea. I know you love golf, but this, when I was reading this, I thought, really? Yeah. Tell the story. Story is, uh, (laughs) it's it's simple and complicated, I'd say like. (laughs) It's extraordinary. (laughs) Yeah. Because we we had such a short time to vacation and then it's only 25 days. And then I know I want to marry my wife. Uh, and then we talked before. I said, "Look, I, w- I really want to spend this time with you because she was pregnant with my first child." And um, I said, "Look, it's better we're planning something what we want to do. You know, we're gonna spend probably last time me and you together because next vacation gonna be the ch- ch- child, yeah, mm-hmm. with us." I said, "Let's let's do in the way how we want." And and still this stay, get nervous, or try to organize the wedding. You know, it's I know my wife, she's very much like me. She likes uh, uh she likes freedom. She doesn't want to complicate the life because organizing something like that, it takes the time and then uh it's it gonna be nightmare. And then I we she was agree with me and we we spent unbelievable time. Together we went to Los Angeles and we did the coast of the California. We went uh, Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Yeah. Good golf course. Did you play Cypress Point? Uh, not that time. No, I, I tried that. to get in, but uh, <laughs> nobody left me. And then I play Spyglass, play mm. Spanish Bay. We we stayed together and we, we, we did another uh, part of the coast going to Los Angeles and um, San Diego. Basically, we stayed 20-something day um, driving the car, staying in different hotel, just discover um, uh, California. And then in a way, go back. That was the plan. We're going to stop in Washington, uh, Maryland. That This is the home of my wife, the, where is her parents lives, and then golf course congressional, when all the yeah. family belong to. And then we just decide to get married there. On the 14th hole. On the 14th hole. <laughs> but that, that was... <laughs> That that was the luck because uh, I was playing with her father playing yeah. golf, and then she is and her mother, and then solicitor or yeah. the the lady who does the ceremony. The weddings, yeah. She's she's come uh, and then did small ceremony, and then on the 14th hole, and we carry on to on play. The, was it on the tee? Was it on the fairway? Was it on the green? Was it in no, a bunker? The, I need the, to know the, the close for the for the fairway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, t- for the, to the green, sorry. On the green. Yeah, so. yeah. And then uh, we, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, th- I think it's really cool. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing and, yeah. and a damn sight cheaper than um, organizing a big exactly, wedding. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> even in that way. Yeah, even, yeah. even in, in that way. Uh, it was around this um, time when you, you, you started to pick up injuries, which is obviously something that you went through a lot of, yeah. a lot of pain, a lot of struggles yeah. over the last few years of your career it made me think looking back to the early chapters about the hard training with with valerie and all that yeah do you think perhaps looking back 
now the amount of training you did that also you spent an extra hour after everyone i I saw in milan practicing your finishing and stuff like that do you think perhaps that took its toll as well do you think you perhaps overdid it when you were young i think you're right 100 percent because you consume your body the training what i did with valeri lobanovsky is is quite hard yeah definitely i was consuming my energy consuming my my body my my joy and everything and then yeah i start to feel like i get more tired my back start to sort but when i was in ic milan i had very good uh, team around me the physiotherapists doctors and with IC Milan also, uh, I had a very good uh, physiotherapist who, who come outside of the staff and then he'd been working three times in a week with me and then helping me a lot. Describe to people how frustrating it is for a footballer with injuries because I think sometimes football fans, they think, oh, he's always injured and they don't care. They don't really want to play, but it's so not true, isn't it? I mean, there is nothing worse than than being injured. It's the most frustrating thing. And, and then I've been, I've been unlucky with a lot of injury. Like I had a lot of operation and then one of the bigger that was uh, playing against Cagliari uh, and for IC Milan, I broke five bones in my face, and then there was color bone come inside, and uh, I, I I risked my life a lot. And the doctor said to me I was very close to touch the eye nerve. Yeah, it could paralyze me for forever. And especially playing striker because when you jump in, that defender using the elbows, head, and everything, and then. I get a lot of concussion. Concussion at that yeah, point. Yeah, and then I've been operated two times by broken the nose plus this operation. In the end, in your career, you start to realize that this damage would be done by operation. Or Also, we're not talking even normal injury, like twist the ankle or knee yeah. or something like that. When you start to get in certain age, you start feeling that your <laughs> body is not the same anymore. No, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Do you think you were ever 100% fit? At, well, I don't think ever as any of us are ever 100% fit, but do you ever think you were in great shape during that period at Chelsea? No, I I was very struggling it, since the, in the beginning. Yeah. That year of transition for me from IC Milan to Chelsea, uh, it's only a uh, World Cup would I play in, for Ukraine that was coming in that year. Yeah. 2006. 2006, Germany. yeah. Because I was injured before the World Cup. Mm. I get uh, injured playing one of the last games for IC Milan, and I was not sure I can even play yeah. uh, the World Cup. But uh, it was a 50-50, and the doctor said, what do you want to do? You want to play or you want to do operation? I decide to risk and play. Yeah. And then I played the World Cup. We actually we 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 did very well. We did really quarterfinal. Yeah, quarterfinal, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, best in history. Yeah. But first World Cup. But in the last game against Italy, I kind of shoot with the left uh, with the left feet, and I hurt again yeah. meniscus. Yeah, and I feel it that. And then I didn't have enough time to recovery because the seasons come the the finish. You have very short period for vacation. Exactly. It's only ten days, mm. Mourinho give it to us and then 
you know, it's a lot of pressure, everyone waiting, the big transfer. I come to preseason uh, and I feel like I'm tired. Um, yeah. It's not enough time for me to recover, but I know I have to play. It's, it's not option for me, you know. I, I know that uh, Jose knows about, and then and in one point in September, when the season starts, we talk, and he said he didn't see me that fresh. I said, you're right, because I am not feeling well. Mm. And then in certain point, we talk, and he said, Andre, it's bad that I, I left you out, you know, get your time, recovery, you know, get in a good form. And I think that time it was in probably December. He, I was playing a couple games, not playing. He left me out. It was a lot of people, you know, journalists been throwing a lot of uh, words about my performance, everything. But you're right, you know, I, I didn't perform well. And I took some times and I start to feel bad in January. And then the Jose gave me more time to play. And then I start to get in better form, score a couple goals, everything. And then we come for in the end of the last part of the season. And there was a lot of important games start to come out. The semifinal of the Champions League against yeah. Liverpool. And then before, just before that game, we had the very difficult game in the quarterfinal against Valencia. We beat Valencia, I think, 2-1 uh, away, and then we qualified. And I feel uh, something in my growing. And then I played the Liverpool games, and then I already start to feel in, uh, every day more and more and more. And then before the return game uh, at Anfield, we did the training, and I said, Jose, I need to talk to you. And then I said, I'm done. Yeah. I'm and then he said, okay, recover, you know, see for, for next season if you can. Yeah. How hard was that to deal with mentally? It was very hard because uh, I feel like we was there, semi-final of the Champions League, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then another semi-final was IC Milan playing against yeah. Manchester United. Mm. In the end, I was the final. And uh, it was hard for me because I, I couldn't accept that, that uh, my body let me down again mm -hmm. because I, I want to I wanna be part of the team. I want to help. I want to reach that final with the Chelsea. In the end, we lost a penalty against uh, Liverpool and Anfield. And that was the season. I think we in the end, we won the FA Cup. Yeah. But I was, I, I couldn't play. No. I was... I did the operation and I was out. Yeah. Okay, let's take a little break. And when we come back, more from Andre. I mean, you played some great players in, in, in your career, didn't you? Particularly at Milan over the period, yeah. you know, Maldini and Pirlo and Inzaghi yeah. and you know Beckham and Ronaldinho yeah, and, yeah, in yeah. the second in the second section. There's a, there's a lovely story in the book about you were kicking a ball around in the garden with um, Beckham, Nesta, Fabio. Yeah. yeah, I remember that because we watched the game together. Mm. And then um, there was a Champions League, was Inter Milan mm. playing against Manchester United. I was that time my family, uh, it was coming vi visiting me in Milan, but uh, because the kids was very young and my wife mostly stayed here and 
in in UK, and then I we we did a nice dinner together, and then we watched the game, and then at some points we just went to it's a small garden, and we just have fun, play some football there. Yeah, and you next door neighbour. Paolo, yeah. Paolo Maldini, oh, yeah, wow. we, we kicked the ball there. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought the ball back for you. Yeah. Um, Post-football, um, of course, you, you you were coach of the Ukraine team um, that, that that did really well. Yeah. What's the difference between being a player and being a coach? It's a, a different responsibility and then a lot more pressure, absolutely different focus and plans. Um is is a big challenge for me. Big, uh, I t I took the team after 2016 European Cup in France. Yeah. Whereas the team didn't perform at all well. I think we lost every game. So we didn't score one mm. goal when we get out. I was the assistant coach. Assistant coach. Then yes, you got it, the then you got the main job. Yeah, I get the main job, and then uh, a lot of plans to to change basically philosophy of little bit Ukrainian uh, in the way how Ukrainian teams play. M my uh, assistant coach, Ma Mauro Tassotti, and uh, video analyze uh, Andrea Maldera, we, we get a lot of meeting together and then we talk about style of Ukrainian football and then how in the way how we want to change how the team have to play. That was amazing because the feedback from the player, it was great because we proposed some plans immediately. And then I know the players was happy to hear that because the finally we want to play football, not just contra-attack or sits back and, you know, yeah. do a couple things in front, ball there up and try to score. But we basically developed uh, some plans to play nice, attractive football yeah. with the build from the back, also uh, control the space, control the situation. Uh, in the end, in the way how we play, it looks like for me, I'm I, 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 I still watching a couple games. That was great to see that each player know and read the situation well and react to the situation in the same way. That was for me the, something what I'm very proud what we and you went well achieved. in the, you went well in the tournament. I mean, yeah. un until you faced England, of course. Yeah, but. No, I, th I think uh, for us because if you remember, Gary, that European uh, Championship been moved. Yeah, 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 and then that that was for us. It's little bit damage us because our best team with the best player and performed player that if it's the developing come come before. Yeah. Because we did very well in qualified. We dominate we, we there was the Portugal. And then the, the, the Portugal was the champion of the European yeah. Cup before. And then we did we, we, we play very well against we beat Portugal at home. We come first in the group. And I feel like if the the tournament come yeah. Straight and after, a bit earlier, but because yeah, you know, exactly. the pandemic and stuff, it was yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we are full confidence. We after that we changed couple players. Some players it was very young, doesn't have any experience. But in the end, there was a very very good European Cup for us. You, you're giving us a lot of time here, Andrea. I fully appreciate that. Um, but I, I I know that people love to know 
what great players are like as people as well and what they're like and yeah. stuff. So let me ask you about, because you've played with some, obviously some of the all-time greats. Paolo Maldini, who's, you know, that incredible football family that, yeah. that go all the way through. Um, what a player. What was he like? Ah, oh, uh, unbelievable. He, in the way how Paolo played the games and then he, he in the way he, he trained yeah. in the same way, professional, incredible player, such a strong, just great human being, great guy. Um, he have a very strong natural quality. He loves challenge. Yeah. Basically, I, my, my first time I was met Paolo Maldini playing against him. I, w I remember um, I was Ukrainian national team. We, uh, we play against uh, Italy in Kiev, December, and then I was freezing cold. <laughs> uh, that time Italy come, that was uh, Ravanelli, uh, Luca Viale, Zola, yeah. Paolo Maldini. I play in a right wing. I didn't play striker. That, and Paolo played left defender. I was quite confident. I was very fast. You know, I was thinking yeah. I might have a chance, <laughs> you know, come if I have very good ball with my speed, I could mm. pass him. Mm. And then that was the first ball come on the space. Uh, I look at Paolo. Paolo is facing me. And then I have to turn. And I just get the acceleration. And in time when I pass in him, I saw him turn. And it actually got me. <laughs> and then he stuckled behind me like that. And I realized, no chance here. <laughs> and I asked coach, can I go on the left side? <laughs> Very wise. <Yeah. laughs> He's an um, unbelievable player. His quality, uh, determination and uh, challenge. He loves challenge. Yeah. Pillow. You say in the book that his expression of his face never changes. Whether yeah, he's true. happy or sad, you don't know. Yeah, because Andre is, uh, it's always the same. It could be uh, war started and then um, he, he can walk in, in, inside of the room and yeah. then he's going to ha have a, exactly the same expression. Andrea, come stai? Tutto bene, tutto bene. <laughs> like nothing happened, yeah. you know. I think he's a genius. It's a, he's a genius. As a footballer. Yeah, yeah. It, technical style also, his vision. He was struggling to get in the team, wasn't he, until Ancelotti came in? Yeah, because he he played a little bit up. He played like number 10 yeah. behind the two striker. And I think everybody knows oh. he was a very talented player. But the physically, especially, is a very short uh, uh, space. Yeah. It's not a lot of time. You know, you have to have a different quality mm. to play in that rules. And then the Carlo realized if he drops him a little bit back, you give him a lot more time. And this is where Andrea went. Yeah. Uh, like incredible. a quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because his best quality, his precision, timing, and accuracy of the passing. Mm. Like he could give you ball between two defenders, you're going to run 30 mm. meters, and then this ball going to go up in the sky. Perfect to play with per for, a center per perfect. for a center forward. Like exactly. So. Perfect in yeah. your feet. And, it, and not just when you're staying, when you're running. 
bit like Glenn Hoddle. I used to play with. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I heard to, about. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, very similar. Yeah. I, I always thought they were very similar footballers. And um, I, I remember. I know. I, I didn't watch him a lot, but yeah. I, I ask yeah. about a lot of players. It's it said this. It's a very similar yeah. quality. Yeah, I've got to ask you about Ronaldinho because. Everyone wants to know about Ronaldinho, not necessarily just his football, because we all know what that's like. But yeah. he seems the most incredibly fun person. He's a very fun person. I uh, I never see anyone with uh, most talent technical players. I mean, Andrea Pirlo, great, but they, they have a different... Different skills. Skills. Yeah. Ronaldinho can do anything with the ball. Yeah. And he is fun to be around. <laughs> Can imagine. Yeah, because he's, he's always smile. He have his entourage around him. I think he have to change a little bit his way to uh, approach the training in IC Milan. Because in Barcelona probably he had a lot more fun and everything. But in IC Milan when they come... I think uh, he realized that he have to change a little bit approach, little, <laughs> be a little bit more serious yeah. because that that was uh, the the seniors of the team like Maldini or Castacurto, anybody else asking for that because be a little bit more serious. Yeah. But he's he's such a fun guy around me. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. I was, I was struck in the book as well about your respect for for, for David Beckham. Um, because you know lots of people now because he's obviously a big celebrity yeah. in the world and stuff but it was his work ethic that struck me that that he was you know absolutely driven because i think sometimes people forget don't they with all the image and stuff that actually how good he was and how hard yeah. he worked at the game absolutely right his uh, work attitude is unbelievable yeah you know he's, he's such a big star everything yeah. uh, celebrity but he's very humble too he is he's a good yeah. guy he's a great yeah. guy yeah, he is. yeah during that time for three four months you know we we get the dinner together we go alone and then it, it changed a lot my view uh, about uh, uh, celebrity, you know, look at him. He is, he is such a nice guy. Yeah, he, he certainly is. Who was the best player you played with? Depends uh, rules. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you, you can make the rules. Okay. I've <laughs> said, I want to say that position. If we talk about defender is probably um, Paolo Maldini for yeah. sure. Yeah. Was, if we talk about midfielder, Andrea Pirlo, yeah. I think it could be Clarence Zedorf also. Yeah, he was yeah great. a great Clarence. player. But Andre Pirlo. Attacking midfielder, or say, you know, even playing with Ronaldinho, yeah. uh, I think that I play with Ricky Kaká in Kaka, his prime. Yeah. You know, his prime when he was top. Because Ronaldinho came and in IC Milan, he was uh, in already... To, towards in, the latter stage exa of his Exactly. I remember Ricky Kaká when he's uh, come the first training, we look him like, you know, he looks like uh, um, the boy, 18 years old boy come from the school. Angelic little boy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then in the time when he start training, his uh, speed accelerated. Yeah. And then his quality... And then after first training, I think four or five of us come to Ancelotti say, he have to play <laughs> immediately. Yeah. And then he's come right in the squad. He was in the competition with Rui Costa. Rui was great player too, but he gave us such a big impact in the Milan squad. I think in, in the prime, it's a Ricky prime, he's, 
it's one of the best what I play with in attack. What what's next for Andriy Shevchenko? Uh, it definitely gonna be sport. Yeah, and it's gonna be football in my life. Yeah, and obviously at the moment there's the doubt about the future of your country and what's yeah. going to happen and the ongoing on war that must preoccupy you a lot of the time. Yeah, it's it's mostly what I think right now about because I put myself uh, yeah. uh, to serve my country, and then uh, I'm I'm going a lot there. And like I said before, my rules is. Uh, try to uh, organize the event for Ukraine. Also, especially right now, because after almost two years, you know, the news change, you know, the people uh, didn't talk a lot about, but uh, it's necessary to talk about Ukraine because yeah. the war is still going. I suppose and, what happens is other things happen in the world. Exactly. We've seen what's happening in the Middle East the Middle now. East, in, yeah. In, in so obviously the, yeah. yeah. News going to take... A little bit uh, in different attention, but this is the also the I think the big issue for for the world that sort out all this uh, war. war if then, only if only we could just you know sell things with competition in sport and stuff like that rather than people killing people. It's just exactly yeah. it's just so sad and so so yeah. awfully depressing. Did it did it affect any of your friendships, your relationships with? Russian people. I'm thinking certainly of um, Abramovich for a start, because obviously you had not, a close I, relationship. Do you speak now? No. Since mm. the war started, I close every relationship with Russia. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, don't want to talk because mm. I'm very concentrated in that and whatever has happened in my countries, yeah. you know, it's hurt me a lot. Yeah. It, it must be incredibly difficult. What What do you want to happen now? What I want to happen, I want uh, the war, basically, we, we clear our uh, our land, you know, we need we need to find the solution to the Russian retreat, you have to retreat, and then, uh, and then in, in that condition, the war going to stop, probably. Do you fear that it will go on for year after year? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know, we have to commit it for that, mm. you know, but, because we don't have any solution. No. different solution because we're talking about life or death for us is to be ukrainian or to be mm. it's it's going to be exist country or not yeah. for me it's you know it's mm. it's very easy for me because i i see the world now white and black mm. all ukrainian people is like that yeah. because we fight for exist yeah and we have to do everything to exist mm. slava ukraine yeah. <laughs> Andri, thank you uh, so much uh, for this, for, for, for sharing your stories and your footballing life and obviously the, the dreadful goings on in your home country. It's a great book and um, it's called My Life, My Football, Andriy Shevchenko. Um, I thoroughly recommend you get it. I hope it goes well. It's lovely to see you as always. And um, thank you very much. No, thank you, Gary. I very enjoyed the, the talk about it. I appreciate that. Thank you.